quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. I'm Michelle, recovering yeller, control freak, and perfectionist. I didn't want to be a connected parent, but my strong and smart oldest daughter would not succumb to my bribes, threats, and manipulations. After years of control parenting, I threw it all out and started over. I doubled down on the idea of connected parenting and turned in time out for time in. It's taken me years to figure out how to unknot sticky situations without using punishments, but I've finally cracked the code and now I can help you create the relationship with your child that you dreamt of having when you first decided to become a parent. It's not easy letting go of star charts and bribes, but you can change. Listen in as we interview parents just like us who found success and hear from experts who will help us better understand how to form a deep bond with our children. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle and I'm welcoming amazing guest Emily, who's been in our community for quite some time. She tells me at least two to three years and she's taken my course, Understanding Big Emotions. And she's also been a big part of the private Facebook group. And so we're just going to get some good information from her about how she's changed the way in which she parents. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So I'm from Australia. I live in a city called Melbourne, originally from another city called Canberra, and I have two children, George, who's five, and Eulia, who is eight months old, almost eight months old. Yeah. And when did you start all this parenting stuff? I love reading about parenting stuff. I think it's my passion too. So I'm always on Facebook pages and groups. I love all that gentle parenting and connective parenting and just finding new ways to deal with things. I was brought up in a similar way. Lots of co-sleeping and cuddles and love and all that sort of stuff. I feel my sister did the same thing with all her three kids. I feel like it was a natural progression, but obviously as time goes on, we know more. I really wanted to delve into more connective parenting and I found you. Tell us about then what has changed since the time you started using these tools? Basically, when I first had George, I had the very connected parenting responsive style more responsive attachment, all that sort of stuff, which worked beautifully. And I think you had a similar experience because I spoke to you at the very beginning of my journey and you said exactly the same thing. So we did all that, you know, breastfeeding and co-sleeping and all the beautiful stuff and it worked really beautifully. And then all of a sudden, I think he was about two, maybe a bit older and bang, I was just hit like a tongue of bricks. All of a sudden I was triggered by all this 
emotion and I'd never been triggered before. I was always really calm and patient and I just knew I needed something else because these emotions were so big and these tantrums were so huge and I felt really guilty for the way I was dealing with them and I was getting angry and I just didn't know what to do and I felt I can't go on. I could feel our relationship sort of, it was hard to explain because we were close but I felt really disconnected and I felt he could feel it too. It was really strange. And I remember someone saying to me, it's probably just him growing up and that's just all part of him pushing the boundaries and growing up. But it was hard to explain. I knew in my gut that wasn't it. I just knew that we were butting heads like there was no tomorrow. I knew I needed something else. So I found you. I don't know how. Obviously, maybe Google did its magic and it brought up. (laughs) The algorithm is aligned. Yeah, exactly. I was searching for something and you popped up, I think first maybe on Instagram. And I used to actually watch you in silence because my little one would be asleep and I'd be watching in bed and trying to hear little bits of your stuff. And then (laughs) I used to think, oh, I should tell Michelle she needs to put captions because I need to read this in silence. Just figured out how to do captions recently. Thank you. It's awesome. It's awesome. Then we spoke. I think you had, you asked, you reached out to the group and said, does anyone want to have a chat? you needed to ask some questions and in return, I could ask some questions. So we had this chat and one of the questions I asked you was, what do I do when he's on playground equipment and won't let another kid on and is really being really standing his ground and he won't get off and won't let kids down the slide. And you said, come at it with love and play. Like just say, I'm going to come up there and tickle you and all this sort of stuff. And I just thought, oh my God, that's so simple. I've never thought of it. (laughs) And it worked. Then I started coming at everything with more of this play. I could see how this lighthearted rather than getting all offended and into it and I had to let his emotions out somehow. So then as we went on, I took more and more of your tools on board and realized that, yeah, he's got these emotions that need to come out. Stop stuffing them down and telling him to stop being silly and snap out of it. And he needed to get them out. Sorry, I'm rambling. No, no, I think you're amazing. I think that's so right on. I'm right with you. That's exactly where I was. I didn't know. I think we just don't know like, oh, a child needs to have their feelings. That's all they really need. And it's so foreign to us because we grow up in a society in this entire world that says children should be quiet and stop emoting and shove it. And we have to get them to do that because if we don't, then we're bad parents. And it's just the opposite. I think that's why I created that course, Understanding Big Emotions, because I think that's a big part of what we don't understand sometimes because no one tells us. Exactly. (laughs) Nobody says it. Exactly. So that was the beginning. And obviously now I've just done your little, no, I shouldn't say little. I know you put a lot of work into it, but it was, I say little because it was so easy to do. It was so easy to manage. I get overwhelmed with courses because I think... It's just going to sit there on my phone and I'm never going to do it. But it was so quick and easy to do. And I could listen to them in the car while I was driving or do bits and pieces while I was cooking dinner. And it was great. It was like a huge reminder for me about the empathy and coming at it all with empathy and kindness and exactly how I want to be treated when I have big emotions. You know, if there's nothing worse than when someone or a friend or something says, oh, don't worry, you'll be fine. You just want someone to say, it's okay. I know I get you. I know what you're feeling is good. It's got to come out. It's okay to be upset. It's okay not to be okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And in that, it gives people a relief. And I think it gives our children this relief to say, oh, okay, great. I'm heard. 
I'm understood. Now I can move forward because I felt it and I got through it. And I felt that too with your, just quickly on the same topic, but going back to your podcast on siblings, I listened to that when I first got pregnant because I thought, oh my God, Mm -hmm. I'm pregnant. Wonderful. But how is George going to react to that? Because he'd been an only child for so long. And it was so amazing because we would lie in bed after the baby was born and he was very welcoming of the baby and really nice to her, but I could tell he was wound up and had all these feelings. And so I did what you said and I said to him, it's really hard being a big brother, isn't it? It must be so tough. And he just came out with all this stuff and it was so amazing. It made him feel so much better and he really just calmed. It was amazing. He went from being sort of this hypo with all these tense feelings to just calm and relaxed. Yeah, so good. When you took the course then, were you able to have big tantrums and feelings with him and was it helpful? And Yes. So I've been using your tools for a while and I feel like they're becoming really part of our life and second nature now most of the time. I mean, I do You're make not, big yeah. stuff ups too. Yeah, we all do. Um, of course. So I feel in general, it's really starting to work now. All the tools are coming together after putting them into practice for quite a while. But doing this course, yes, it just realigned everything again. And especially with him starting school, he's been fairly settled. However, yes, there have been some big emotions and it's just given me that calmness to just be able to say, I know that's so tough right now. And I know you're feeling really yuck, like just sitting with it and giving him that, holding the space. I love how you always say that, just holding the space for him to feel that. And I'm finding his tantrums are just sort of over really fast like he sort of gets it all out and it sort of smooths over it's not always the case but generally I hesitate to say oh if you do this you'll have shorter tantrums because some people don't have them right away or it takes a long time or whatever but I do think in generalities if we're talking generalities that tantrums really do become shorter and fewer the more you do it if you really stick with it if you really stick into it and it doesn't happen overnight. It really doesn't. It takes a long time to do it over and over and over again before you can see that. A hundred percent. Are you looking for ways to parent without yelling or threatening? Do you crave to understand connection and how to use it in everyday practice with your children? Is remaining calm a challenge and staying away from shame hard? I can be helpful. I've been there and I've also helped so many parents overcome their parenting challenges with my one-on-one programs of either six, eight, or 10 weeks. We dive into what's specifically difficult in your own family and I tailor ways to help you remedy them using connection instead of conventional parenting methods. Go to www.peaceandparentingla.com forward slash private hyphen sessions and find out more about my private one-on-one courses. I'd love to see you there. What advice would you give to anybody who's trying this method or is thinking about doing this way of parenting or what advice do you give to people who are just starting out maybe? Just stick with it. I think there's times where you think, I remember my husband sometimes attacking the, that parenting style, but sort of saying, oh, we're spoiling him or we're, you know, like, because all of a sudden you feel out of control and you start to think, oh, maybe I'm doing the wrong thing because he's acting out yet I'm trying to do, but if you just stick with it. And so many times my husband has said to me, oh, it's amazing. Like, this is just 
it's actually incredible how much more connected you've always said to children are never bad. They always want to do the right thing. Like inherently they want to do the right thing and they want to be connected. I don't know. It's so funny. It really is just so simple, but yet so complex for us to put into action at the beginning. It's bizarre. And and it's society, isn't it? That's made us so counterintuitive because we have been fed this whole patriarchal idea that children should be controlled and that behavior should be modified through that control. And then if we don't do that, we're going to get unruly, spoiled, inconsiderate kids that won't be able to function in this world. Even if we can say, oh, I don't believe that somehow it just keeps getting kicked up from our subconscious every time we have an experience with our kid because we were raised that way. Yeah. And you see people all the time saying, oh, look at me. I turned out okay. (laughs) Yeah. I had the crap beaten out of me and I'm all right and all this sort of stuff. And you think, oh my gosh, it's just so disconnecting, isn't it? I don't care what other people think anymore. I think I used to when George was very small, he'd be in the park running wild and other kids were sort of complying. My husband and I decided really early on, we never wanted to break his spirit. I just don't want to break him. Mm -hmm. I can see so many kids are broken from their parents just riding them Mm -hmm. constantly. And I just didn't want that for my child. And this is the way, like this is the way to just help them, give them the boundaries that they need, yet give them the freedom to develop themselves. Yeah, because they will, because inherently they're good, right? And if you let them explore their free will, and if you let them explore their inner world, they will be good. Yeah. Not that we have good and bad, but I'm just saying they'll be moral human beings if you allow that process to exist. If you keep controlling it and molding it and manipulating it, then you're pulling them away from their goodness. Absolutely. I've got things written down everywhere. And even now I still need reminding. It's like, of course, course. everyone does. It's like a daily practice. It's like yoga or meditation or something. You need the daily practice and the daily reminders. So I've got screenshots of meme type stuff, inspirational type stuff. And I've got things written down in notes and I've still got to print out things for the wall. But you need those reminders. <laughs> I want them everywhere. Well, but, um, everywhere. Yeah, exactly. But I think it's sort of, there's a few components, you know, there's the modeling component, how we model behavior, the modeling component, the empathy component. And I'm just trying to think there's probably so many, but those two are the big ones for me, yeah. the modeling and the empathy. And if I can kind of keep them rolling around in my head, I kind of handle whatever is thrown at me most of the time, even when I'm tired and hungry and and can't cope anymore. Well, that's it. I mean, we're not all going to be perfect. We just do the yes. very best we can. And we know in our heads, like we want to get back to connection. It's all yes. about how can I get back to connection? Where can I come with connection? How can I get rid of conventional parenting wisdom and all of that punishments and bribes and threats and all of those things? If yes, you, yes. Those two things, if you can connect and get rid of yes. the conventionalities, you're golden. And if you exactly. mess up, so what? You absolutely will mess up because we, yes, yes. I mess up all the time and I live, breathe and eat this stuff. Absolutely. The bribery and all of that. I, I tried all of that. I mean, not that I tried it or we all do it, you know, yeah. oh, hey, eat, you can eat this if you sit in your pram and yeah. do this to get in the car seat. <laughs> and I can't remember what I did recently, but it was language that I use. Like if you do that first then we can do this. And yeah. it was, I'm really stamping that out of my parenting toolbox now yeah. going because he turns it around on me. It's like, 
mummy, I'm going to count to 10. And if you don't give me the iPad, I'm going to scream really loud. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Where did I hear this before? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's me. That's the model. He's so smart. He's yeah. You got it right away. So can you tell us or tell listeners about the course, what it was? Yes. There is part of the course that I'm still working on. That's the journaling. To sum up from the beginning, there's five short videos, audio videos that are just, you can listen to in the car, you can do it while you're cooking. And it gives you the steps to be able to manage the big feelings and understand them. So it's a toolbox, basically, a very easy to do toolbox. And I am scared of taking on any courses because of the facts I said to you before they sit there and I never do them I get halfway through but this was so easy I think the videos are like between 10 and 12 minutes each and so they're just like little and you get them and that's it and it's not hard I have a big course and a lot of people say I didn't finish it I didn't do it and I'm like oh I guess that's my bad because I think the shorter course for a parent is so much better it's manageable yes especially in this day and age and Oh, when people are homeschooling and doing yeah. all sorts of things, I definitely think that's manageable. And then the only thing that I'm still working on is the journaling. It's very important and I have done some and it's very helpful to delve into your past. As I said before, you know, I was brought up with a lot of this connective, responsive type parenting. However, we've all been brought up with the sort of the emotions need to be squashed down because it's too much for parents to deal with. We've just been brought up with that. The scary emotions, let's squash them down and say, stop being silly and move on. I felt that that journaling is really going to be a bit of a key for me. So I have to get onto that a bit more. Yeah, you will. And you'll do it. It's all just part of the process too. And then with this course too, which I think was kind of helpful too, we have a private Facebook group where you can go in. Everyone's in there to doing the yes. exact same thing. So it's like, you're yes. really focused on that. Which is awesome. And you can yeah. read other people's stories and it is again, connective for us. We exactly. Do we do. Cause Absolutely. you don't want to feel like you're doing this all alone. You're the only one listening to your kids' feelings and they're screaming for two hours in their bedroom. And you're like, I'm going to pull my hair out. And then you, you're like, Oh no, other people too are pulling their hair out. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. Pulling my hair out. Oh my God, she is too cute, that little one. Oh, she's cute. She's, she's uh, needing a bit of connection. Good so, for her. She's yeah, smart. She knows already. Yeah, yeah, she does. She knows more than I realize. Yeah, they do. Absolutely. What else? Any last things you want? Thank you so much. You're so insightful and you totally I'm get rambling. it and it's lovely. No, you're not rambling. You're perfect. You're perfect. <laughs> I'm just having a little look at my notes, but I think that, you covered everything. Yeah. I was just going to say, I had this sentence, but it's so true that we go to jail for low level bribery and coercion. And then yeah. here we are doing it to our kids. And it's like, you know, that just hit me the other day. I was, I mean, I was, I was listening to something on the news for someone that had done something and gone to jail. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, we're teaching our children to do this constantly. Yeah. In, or blackmail or basically, you know, yeah. We wonder why you know, people are doing that in our society. They grew up learning it. This couldn't be more right for me and my family. I know that there's lots of others out there on the private Facebook group that finding the same thing. And I just wish that there were more people that were, I hope that there will be more people that want to put in, not the time, 
Well, I guess it is time. It is the time. Effort. It's effort and it's, it's a change in your thinking, really. Yeah. But it really, in the end, I feel like for me, it's given me more time because I'm struggling less yes. and my kids are better and feel better and are doing better. And now in the teenage years, for anybody who's listening out there, I've got a 15-year-old and a 12-year-old. It's, to be honest, I, I'm not going to say it too loud. We have our moments and I want to kill everyone sometimes, but Absolutely. it's quite lovely. I feel so lucky. I've got teenagers I can communicate with and who want to be around me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this worked. Because I was yes. holding my breath thinking, like everyone else, maybe when they turn 14, it's all over. And, maybe I've got this wrong. Right? And I'm just going to keep preaching it and holding on and praying and that it works. But it does. And I'm yeah. like, wow. Now I'm like, really, wow. I'm, so, I'm being wowed too. And yeah, I think it's, it's const- the way. Constantly wowed. And we're changing the whole world as far as I'm concerned. Because we're of kids that don't want to defy and don't want to be in trouble and don't want to be manipulative and don't want to bribe or threaten or do all these things that many people end up wanting to do just because of the way they were raised. Yes, exactly. Exactly. How cool is that? Yeah. It's very cool. (laughs) Emily, it was so nice chatting with you again. And I appreciate your presence everywhere. And just like you have such a great way of discussing this parenting stuff and I love the way you write about it in our groups and thank you Getting so there. much for being around. Thank you. And thank you for everything that you do. I'm very grateful thank because you. you've helped me so much and I'm always, you know, hanging on to all the little stories that you write and the, and the information that you give and thank you for thank all your support. You. That makes me feel so good. I'm crying. Yes. Thank you so life, much. Life You're changing. Very life so changing. Welcome. You're so sweet. Yeah. I feel like I found the secret to life or something. Like I know me too. Me too. Yeah. And I'm like, Everybody, don't you want to know? <laughs> yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, I totally. Listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a beauty therapist and I have a little tiny salon. Always telling my clients, anyone that wants to listen, I'm like, yeah. oh, there's this piece of parenting, oh, piece of parenting. So and yeah, it's quite, quite funny. Right. So Thank yeah, you. no, I'm preaching it, preaching it to the world. Yes, do it. We got to do it. We all have to do our part to get the good world we want. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Emily. Thanks for coming on. I so appreciate you. Thanks for being on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. And I know this is not the last time we will talk to you. So we will look forward to speaking to you next time. Yay, I can't wait. Thank you. That was fun. You're welcome. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.